solo mente. You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You know, I hope you guys like the new intro music. Uh, got that specially made for the Locked On Texans. Thank you for checking out the Locked On Texans. Checking in today, I'm John, some sports guy Hickman. Happy to be back with you guys on Hump Day. Have to talk about the Houston Texans. Of course, that's why you are here. Can't do this show by myself. Of course, I need a little help. And the help is coming by my boy. Cody Davis. And please remember to subscribe to Locked On Texans on all your favorite podcast streaming services. And if you are listening to this podcast on Apple Podcasts by any chance, please be sure to leave us a five-star review. On this Wednesday installment of Locked On Texans, John and I are going to discuss the Houston Texans and their plans because, yes, the NFL draft might be a little bit over two weeks away, but they still have their eyes set on improving their roster through free agency because later on this week, they do have a meeting set up with a very good defensive end. We're going to tell you who that guy is and does it make sense for the Texans to sign this individual. And then later on in the show, we're going to continue our NFL draft prospect series where we take a look at a couple defensive ends who will make a really good addition to the Texans moving forward. And then we're going to wrap up with the show because once again, the NFL draft is less than two weeks away. And with Eight draft picks on the clock for the Houston Texans, starting with the 67th pick. John and I are going to dive into this Houston Texans roster and see if there is anyone Nick Casario can deal in hopes of moving up into the draft, hopefully giving them the opportunity to move into the second round. So as I mentioned at the top of the show, the Houston Texans are still trying to build their roster through free agency, even though the NFL draft is a little bit over two weeks away. And at the time of this recording, the Houston Texans do in fact have a set visit schedule for defensive end Justin Houston. According to reports, it appears that Houston's two-year stint with the Indianapolis Colts has came to an end. And as a matter of fact, on yesterday, Houston had a visit with the Baltimore Ravens, and he is set to meet with the Houston Texans later on this week. Now, John and listeners, I know you guys might be saying to yourself, Justin Houston, I would love to see him dressed in a Houston Texan jersey, especially when you consider that he is a four-time pro bowler, and this is a guy who has been one of the best defensive linemen of his generation. However, I have mixed feelings about Justin Houston potentially coming to the Texans because first and foremost, I take a look at his age. He's 32 years old, which means his arrival could possibly take away meaningful snaps from a young prospect who can definitely use the experience of playing on the NFL level. And I'm pretty sure regardless if it's one of the young free agents that they signed this year in free agency or one of the young defensive studs that they're going to draft in this year's draft, Any one of those players will be more so into the Texans' future plans versus Justin Houston, who is 32 years old. And if he comes to the Texans, I'm pretty sure his deal is going to be nothing more so than a one-year deal. However, the only bright spot that I can find in the Texans acquiring Justin Houston is the fact that he's going to improve the Texans' defense. And as we say here on Locked On Texans nearly every single day, everyone knows how terrible this Texans' defense was in 2020. 
and during last season, Houston still proved that he can be a very good defensive end as he recorded eight sacks and 25 pressures as a member of the Indianapolis Colts. And when you compare that to what the Houston Texans had last season, he would have been the Texans' best defensive lineman, even with the addition of J.J. Watt. But Johnny listeners, the main reason why I don't want to see the Texans acquire Justin Houston is simply due to the fact that his signing to me would just put the Texans back into an old familiar territory of signing old players who are past their prime. To me, the possibility of Justin Houston joining the Houston Texans is a little bit too little too late because this seemed like a move if the Texans were still a team who was trying to get to at least the AFC Championship game or at least a team still contending for a spot in the playoffs, he would have been the person that would have been able to put the Houston Texans over the top. If they still had J.J. Watt, if everything was still good with Deshaun Watson, then I will be all for this signing. Justin Houston is not going to be a great fit here in H-Town. You know, I got to totally agree with you. I, I think that if we, if we really look at what Houston has right now, there's a possibility of you may have the same production out of a younger guy. Um, the signing of Shaq Lawson, and then you went ahead and got his deal reconstructed. Uh, you still have Charles Omanehu. You still have other younger guys across this defensive front. Uh, and, I, and I like what Jordan Jenkins can possibly do for this defense. And to your point, his age is, it's not concerning to me. He's only 32, but I think this isn't the team for him, right? So what I mean by that is Houston isn't going anywhere soon. I think this year is the first year of understanding who you are. And wouldn't it be kind of a waste of Justin Houston's – I mean, like Justin Houston can still go out there and be very productive. Had eight sacks last season. And depending on who you pair him with across that defensive front, he may be a little bit more valuable for your team. I don't think that's what Houston is right now. I don't think Houston is a team that is going – to make any noise. So when you get to 32 years old, also considering that the year I leave the Kansas City Chiefs, they win the Super Bowl, I missed out on that. That's what everybody plays the game for. Yeah, I'm gonna to go to a Super Bowl contender. So it's not more so what Houston has to offer, it's what Justin Houston has to offer. And I believe that I offer a lot to just be playing here at Houston. Uh, I would not really care for Justin Houston in Houston. Isn't that funny? Justin Houston in Houston. I wouldn't necessarily care for it. They can save that money that they are going to potentially give him in a contract and upgrade it other areas. Uh, and, and here's a here's a here's a question: with the draft coming up, with free agency and things that can be addressed after the draft. What is Houston's major concern? Got to be number one quarterback. But after that is the wide receivers. Are you still comfortable with your linemen? Do you feel like you can beef up and be better in that front seven? The secondary is still horrendous compared from last year. You didn't necessarily bring in a, oh, my gosh, he's going to make a change player, a significant change. But I don't think Justin Houston fits any of that. So, you know, a Houston Union wouldn't make sense to me. What makes sense is shopping with Bill Barr. 
18 amazing flavors, six new flavors, 12 original flavors highlighted by the peanut butter, the salted caramel, and the coconut, which you guys love. The bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew. Bill Bar is great for the health conscious guy. I love them. I'm telling you this right now. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and high fiber. Great for the keto diet. You can get a free cooler with purchase while supplies last. Go to BillBar.com and use promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off your next order. Use promo code L-O-C-K-E-D 15 for 15% off at BillBar. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And continuing here on this Wednesday installment of Locked On Texans, John and I are going to continue our NFL Draft Prospect Series with a look at a couple defensive linemen who can make really good additions to the Houston Texans moving forward. And staying right here in the city of Houston, I would like to see the Houston Texans go after Peyton Turner, the defensive end from the University of Houston. This is a guy who spent all four years at Houston as he recorded 115 tackles, 10 sacks, and 11 pass deflections. His best season came during his junior year in Houston in 2019, where he recorded 34 tackles, eight tackles for loss, four sacks with four pass deflections. And when I take a look at some of Turner's strengths, one of the biggest things that stands out to me is simply due to the fact that this is a guy who is super hard for the opposing team to block, and he could cause some major disruption in the backfield. He has an explosive first step coming off the defensive line, and one of his most underrated qualities about his game is simply due to the fact that this is a guy who knows how to find the ball on the defensive side. According to Pro Football Focus, Turner is projected to still be on the board by the time the Houston Texans make their first selection at number 67. And if he is still on the draft board by the time the Houston Texans make their first selection with the 67th overall pick, the Texans should do everything possible to keep the Houston native right here in the city of Houston. Turner can be a really good building block for the Texans moving forward, especially when you considering the fact that the Texans are in fact looking for someone to pair alongside Charles Amenahu on the opposite side of the defensive line. However, I must say the only negative about Turner is his injury history. This is a guy ever since his senior year at Westbury in 2016 when he tore his ACL, Turner has dealt with a plethora of injuries. As a junior in 2018, he had a season-ending foot injury, and during his final season in Houston this past season, he had a number of knee issues and COVID issues that limited him to only five games this past season. Houston, as a uh, as a whole, they're changing their culture, basketball and football. Uh, I think the Cougars are one head coach away from being better than what they had been since Tom Herman left. And I thought Tom Herman leaving was a huge mistake. I thought UT signing Tom, Tom Herman was a huge mistake as well. And I think eventually Houston does get to a point where they will be in the Big 12. That was a discussion a few years back. And I thought that at the time, especially how things were going for Houston, they should have been a serious contender uh, to, to get into the uh, – Big 12. But I like William Bradley King for a late round draft pick. I mean, sixth, seventh round. 
listen, we, we have to find ways to get better at every level, which includes the special team and making sure that these young guys that we have on the roster now and that we eventually will bring in, that we can utilize their strengths, right? And so some guys are not every down starters and that's okay, right? But you will need guys that can come in on different situations and make plays. And, and that's what I think the cap is for William Bradley King. And I spoke to him uh, a couple months back, if you guys don't remember that interview, but uh, he's very talented. Ran a 4.79 uh, at his pro day. Weighs about 250, 260, 6'3". Um, I, I like his wingspan. I like his length. And I like how he uses his hands. However, because of his size and his lack of bulkness, he does get controlled at times at the line of scrimmage. That's a concern, which is why I put an emphasis on Houston will need guys that can win in certain situations and that can make plays on special teams. And that's what I think William Bradley King can be. I think he'd be a great addition. You know, get him in the seventh round. If he doesn't work out, he was a seventh-round draft pick. But across his defense and the special teams, I think Houston can get more athletic. Um, and I think that's what William Bradley King can do out of Baylor University. Was a transfer from Arkansas State, started three years at the Sun Belt. During that three-year run, he had 14 and a half sacks. And then in 2020, his first year in the Big 12, had three sacks, um, three and a half sacks. So he's somebody that can get to the quarterback, isn't in a, a real big winner in big conferences, but I like him. I think he's a, he's a kid that can do something, has a very good, good motor, high work ethic, those are some things that you're going to need in the NFL, especially playing uh, under the tutelage of uh, Nick Casario. You know, coming from the Patriots organization, everybody has a job to do. What's yours? Understand what your job is and, and do it well. Come to work every day. So Cody looked at Peyton Turner for the defensive front. I'm looking at William Bradley King, two guys that – and I don't know where Peyton Turner is actually ranked to – projected to go right now in the NFL draft. Uh, but I know William Bradley King will be a very late round, maybe undrafted. You never know. He's looking at sixth or seventh round or maybe undrafted free agent. Uh, but I like the kid. I really do. The thing is, you know, we are starting a lot of these projections and discussions, Cody and I, from the third round, which is very difficult. Very difficult. It'd be, it, it would be very easy to have projections from the first round, maybe even the second round. Uh, but with Houston picking in the third round as their first pick, it's very hard to kind of get a grip of where they're going to go first. Also, considering their biggest concern is really the quarterback position. Are you going to address that with your first pick? I, I looked at Kyle Trask. Um, they took Deshaun off their promo video. They may be in a, in a headspace where they are ready to move on from him and will, you know, at some point find a younger quarterback that they can roll with. They have the perfect coaching staff to do so. But picking in that third round for your first pick is very difficult to do. However, Cody and I definitely want to look at the possibility or just have a discussion of is there anything Nick Casario can do to get into the second round 
of the draft. Before we get into that discussion, I want to let you guys know how you can make some extra cash. The summertime is coming up and you don't want to worry about the money you're spending or bring in some extra cash in your bank account with betonline.ag, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. BetOnline covers the NBA, hockey, and the MLB right now. You can also bet on award and TV shows along with reality TV with real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sports book experts. And when you go there, make sure you use promo code locked on. Again, promo code locked on for your 50% welcome bonus. April 19th through the 26th, listen to the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 featuring analysts from the NFL experts, Michael Irvin and Michael Lombardi, our local experts from every team making trades and picking their next stars for their team. Subscribe to the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021. Presented by Locked On in the Odyssey app on the new Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Odyssey is your audio home for all of the sports, podcasts, music, and news that matter to you. That's Odyssey, A-U-D-A-C-Y. In closing this Wednesday installment of Locked On Texans, John, I just had this thought because Regardless how you felt about Deshaun Watson demanding a trade out of Houston, I think we all could have agreed that the best part about it, the Texans moving on from Deshaun at the time, was the fact that you knew without a shadow of a doubt that that trade was going to take the Texans from the depths of hell of the NFL draft all the way up into the first round however we know everything is going on with Deshaun Watson as of right now and it doesn't seem like they're going to be able to move him before the start of the draft which means if the draft were to start today the Texans as everybody know their first pick will be coming in the third round at number 67 however John do you or do you not see anything Nick Casario can do in order to move the Texans up in the draft, preferably at least get into the second round? Well, let's play around with this idea. Nick Casario has done, I wouldn't call it an amazing job. He just did his job, his due diligence in evaluating this offensive line. And with that being said, he brought in a couple of new guys, right? He brought in Marcus Cannon, brought in Justin McCray. You could look at the possibility of whether or not he's comfortable with Titus Howard and Max Sharper. He got to be with with Titus. I think Titus has done enough to say he is one of their most non-movable players on his team. Titus Howard has done enough under Bill O'Brien. This isn't Bill O'Brien anymore. And if Casario, like, what if when Titus Howard was drafted, to the Texans, Casario scratched his head and was like, uh, they went with that guy, right? I mean, it depends on what he feels, what the coaching staff feels. And, and the, if they feel like in order to improve their chances in the draft, and if they're not 100% sold on Titus Howard, Max Sharpen, uh, hey, also, we talked about this yesterday. If they feel like they're not 100% sold on Justin Reed, Hmm. and if there's a team out there that needs a safety, 
do you think a package between Reed and Howard would warrant a second round pick? I think so. Especially if you're a team that needs a player right now to just get to the next level. Right? If you if you are a a player at a position away, then because Marcus Cannon, he he plays guard, but he's he's his best work has been at tackle. We know that. Matt Sharper lost his starting spot last year after he got injured and then he had to battle through COVID. Never got back to his rookie form. And Justin Reed, like we talked about yesterday, uh, he hasn't gotten back to the form since his rookie year as well. So Houston still has a couple of players that if Houston packaged a player or two with one of their picks, maybe a future pick to immediately get into the second round, that is a slim possibility. And I think if anybody can get it done from what we've seen, Nick Casario is the guy that'll be able to get it done. I'm John, some sports guy, Hickman. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Locked On Texans and like us on Facebook as well. And as always, I'm your host, Cody Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody, C-O-T-Y-D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, peace. You are Locked On Texans, your daily podcast on the Houston Texans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.